Welcome to the Convos with the CHO podcast. Hello, my name is Edwin Edebury. Happy Monday to every one of you. This is exciting time, folks. This is how we start the week. We start it on a foundation of happiness. Today, we are going to be talking about a topic that is in everybody's mind. <clears throat> and, uh, and to some extent, affect our level of happiness very well, and then it kind of taper off. It really depends. So to kind of help me discuss this topic, we're talking about money and happiness. Michelle Tasco is a financial life coach who has turned her past financial mess into her present message. If you don't have a plan for yourself, someone else will have a plan for you. Mrs. Tasco, welcome to the call. Thank you so much for having me today, Eden. Yeah, this is exciting. We want to talk about a topic that everybody sometimes stresses about which I'm not even sure if it's the money that affects happiness or the stress that people stress over it that affects happiness or a combination of the both. But I also know that money does a lot of good stuff. And on that end, it definitely affects happiness in a positive way. So let's start with this. How are our finances tied to our overall happiness? Our finances are tied absolutely to our overall happiness because the way that we see ourselves and our own worth is dependent upon, in many times, how much we're making, how much we're able to do in the world. It gives us options, absolutely, and the quality of life that we have is definitely tied to how, how much we're earning and where that money is going. What's interesting is that when you don't know your numbers, it's hard to have confidence in who you are and rest assured that you're taken care of. And so one way to be able to have happiness and to feel confident about who you are and where you're going is to manage your money well. And so it's important for you to, for anybody really, to make it a point not to just make money and spend it, make money and spend it, to be able to be in a place where you know where your finances are at, things are paid, but then you're also building for the future. And when you know that there's a future that you have that you can financially reach, then whatever it is that you're desiring can come to pass. That is fantastic. And I've always said also that it's not so much how much you make. I, I think uh, if I'm hearing you, you know, right now, it's really where how well you manage it, you know, whether you're controlling money or money is controlling you. I think, you know, that, that, that's a very crucial part. So then, then the question then is this, how can we gain happiness if we are not where we want to be financially? Very good question. So, you know, finances and, and how much we're making is really all relative. I've coached many people all over the country, and I've seen people that are making 20000 a year, 30000 a year, and I'm seeing people and working with people that are making 200000 a year and, and more. And it is, it is, yes, about how you manage it, because it's not about what you make, but it's about what you keep. 
and there's this uh, law, uh, Parkinson's law, and it says that um, it's the idea that if if you can make a certain amount of money, and it also has to do with time, but I'll, I'll shift it to money. If you make a certain amount of money and you are used to certain things, then those things, instead of being wants, turn into needs. And then you feel like you're not making enough money because your needs, quote-unquote, expand. And so it's really important, again, as I mentioned in the beginning, to look at your numbers because just because you feel like you're not making enough money or there's never enough money doesn't necessarily mean that there isn't enough money. Um, you'll be quite surprised when you sit down to go through your numbers. What I mean by that is go through your spending um, and where that the money actually is going, that you do have enough, it's just maybe not going into the right places. A lot of times people, they trade long-term success for the instant gratification spending on a daily basis, and those things definitely add up. That, that, is, that, is, that is awesome. That is awesome. So, so now, now, let's do this. If I make more money, okay, <laughs> and I'm sure, you know, you hear this in your practice, I definitely hear this as a chief happiness officer, okay? If I make more money, I will be more happy. Is this true? I'd love to say yes. And most people have the, the mentality or the belief that I just got to make more money. I just got to make more money. <laughs> well, it isn't true. Because if you're not handling the money that you have right now, then if you make more money, you'll have the same exact habits, the same exact spending, and you'll still be in the same place. So, no. <laughs> Sorry to say it's wrong, but it's not true. <laughs> okay. So, no, it, it, it's one thing for me as a chief happiness officer to be saying it, but I think it's good to also hear it from a financial expert because, it, you know, there is also something about happiness that you have to be happy with what you have. And, and that doesn't stop you from wanting more, but you have to be happy with what you have. If you are not happy with what you have, then nothing can ever be enough. And, and I think, you know, that's just so true with finance. I, I had, in short, we have a, uh, a video by Warren Buffett, you know, a, 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 on our site. And he says, you know, you have to be happy with where you are. You have to be happy with what you have. And I think that really can frame a lot of people's mind, you know, when it comes to finances, big time. Okay, that is awesome. Now, there are some people, though, that would say, well, I am not great with money and always feel behind. How can I get out of this kind of lot? Okay. Yes. <laughs> Magic question. <laughs> well, um, let me say it this way. How we think is how we believe. And how believe is how we behave. And so if you are telling yourself, because words are so powerful, if you're telling yourself, I'm not great with money, and, and if your feelings are, I'm always behind, then that's how it will be for you. But if, you know, look, we, we live in America. We live um, in a place where people have come from all over other countries with a couple of pennies in their pocket, <laughs> um, with a dream. But you know what they have? They have belief. They have belief that they were meant to do something greater 
they had beliefs that they uh, wanted something more for their families. And so the first thing that needs to switch is your belief that you can be great with money. It seems so simple, but, you know, we as people, we make choices every day. And we can either continue to believe the things that have kept us stuck, or we can choose a different belief so that we can move forward. And, you know, there's nothing new under the sun, and there's many great teachers out there. Um, I'm absolutely open, always open to working with new clients. But the bottom line is start learning. Start figuring it out. Um, figure out where is it that you're stuck. Is it the numbers? Is it just the idea of it? Have you been told all your life that you're not great with money? Um, sometimes there are areas in our lives where we just have to share with other people because we're actually not alone. And so you may find that if you just find somebody that you can confide in and say, you know what, um, you may not know this about me or a friend, and, and but I, I've really been struggling with money or just, you know, how to handle it. Just what is it that you do? <laughs> and you might be surprised that they may have some great tips and come, will come alongside you to be that support. It's really easier than we think. I think that our belief system absolutely stops us from taking any steps forward. So that's one way. I totally agree. Think, believe, behave. You know, I, I don't know if you know this. I go into schools, middle schools and high schools, and I teach happiness. And sometimes kids will come to me and we start talking. Maybe they are struggling in this particular area. And they say, oh, I'm not just good in that. You know, I'm not just good in that, you know. And it's usually like people talk about I'm not good in math, you know, because somehow you know, that's been drawn into people's subconsciousness that you are either good in it or you are not good in it. And, and that is just the way they think. If they could change an environment and somebody could cause them to say, hey, that's not true, and all of a sudden they become a, a math whiz because it's the same brain cells, you know, that, that, that work it. And, and I think it's also with happiness. I see some people just think I am not happy. I'm not a happy person. That's who I am. I'm not a happy person. I'm like, get out of your head, you know? And, and you can be a happy person. So, so I think the same thing you are telling us now with money. That is awesome. Well, as we wind down this session here, I want you to kind of give a giveaway. That's one of the things that I really, really drive home in this call. Something that somebody can put to use today, this week. What would that be? Okay. Well, I would love to share <laughs> with all of your happy friends <laughs> my top financial tips. And so let me go ahead and start with the first, first one. And you kind of share that earlier when you introduced me. Number one is if you don't have a plan for your money, then someone else will have a plan for you. And, you know, you got to think that um, we're bombarded with media. We're on Facebook. We're watching commercials. And with advertisements, you know, telling us where to shop and what to click on, it's really important for you to have a plan for your money because everybody else will have a plan for you. And, and the main thing is they want, they want it for themselves. <laughs> they want you to shop here and buy this and eat here. So have a plan for your money. Next, utilize technology. So I love using Mint. Mint, M-I-N-T.com. 
it's an app you can send your phone you can also um, get online it's made by the the people that make quickbooks which is an accounting software so they really do know what they're doing it doesn't cost anything but it's such a great way to take all of the accounts that you have and put it all in one place you have a big picture of all the information and that way you know where every dollar is going next have a true spending plan so i call it a spending plan because a lot of people don't want to be on a budget <laughs> and so in order to create this true spending plan and, and when i say true it's because it's based off of your natural spending and you know it's easy enough for anybody to get on a piece of paper get out a piece of paper and a pen and and pull numbers out of the air, but it's not based on what you're naturally spending, your habits, the way you live, the things that you like to do, then it's doomed to fail. So you want to look at, and leveragement, look at the last 90 days of spending, and then take each of those transactions, categorize it the way Mint has you do, and then look at the rolling average. So for over 90 days of what you're spending at restaurants, or movies, or shops, or um, utilities, things like that. And you want to evaluate those costs and create your true spending plan from there. Okay. Next and last, you want to plan for the usual but unexpected. So you see, what's so funny is when I work with my clients, they say, "Oh, you know, I don't usually spend there, or I don't usually buy that, or that was an unexpected cost." But we know that. Doing your taxes every year, <laughs> that um, is something that will happen, especially this year, um, coming in April. So there will be a fee for that. We know that at some point in the year, you're going to um, have to re-register your car. You know that Christmas is coming. It doesn't speak up. It's always in December. <laughs> but for whatever reason, because we're just so focused on, okay, you've got to pay the bills and you didn't this much money for food and, and a little bit of fun, that when those expenses come up or even, you know, a car repair or whatnot, then all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, all the money I spent, you know, I have to put it here. I mean, all the money I saved, I have to, you know, put it towards this and now I'm back to zero and I can never get ahead. So it's really important to take those costs into consideration. and. When you do so and take that time, then you won't be stuck. You won't. There won't be surprises. So those that are my is, tips. Wow, that is a lot of tips. I think, folks, if people just put that to work, that would definitely increase the level of happiness that we experience, especially with money, folks. You know, we are in a capitalist society. We need money to make this happen. So make money your friend, not your enemy. You control your money. Don't let money control you. Michelle, this is very, very awesome tips that you have provided for us. Michelle Tasco is one of our feature coaches, folks. If you haven't downloaded our app, please do so. HappyButtonApp.com. Download it, and you will be able to see her and get all the information and connect with her. If you really think that you know you can use this kind of valuable knowledge, you can also go to the IamHappyProject.org, excuse me, IamHappyProject.org, and Michelle Tasco is one of the features coach there. Again, folks, Michelle, I want to say thank you for all those uh, nuggets. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to help each and every person. Bye-bye now. 
Okay, episode is over. Every good thing has to come to an end. Please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It will mean a whole lot to me. Till next time.